Now, the greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. 28 episodes. That's what I hear. You'd have thought that they'd have fired us by now. How many stories of debauchery can we get into? There's probably hundreds, but as we said, certain stories we just can't tell because either the statute of limitations or the timeline uh, would be bad. That is correct. By the way, if you heard a commercial at the beginning of the uh, the podcast, we do not know if they ran one. But either way, if you would like to be an unofficial official sponsor of The Greatest Story Never Told, do us a favor. Just go to uh, fisherhouse.org, make a donation to the Fisher House, and just send us a receipt, and then you will become the official sponsor of The Greatest Story Never Told. Just, mm-hmm. that, easy. just that easy, man. It's been a week since we had anybody donate, and I realize the times are what they are, so we understand sure. that as well. But if you want to sponsor this thing... Uh, just head to uh, their website and just uh, make a donation. You don't have to say why or anything like that. Just say, hey, just want to help out the people who do tremendous work at Fisher House. Okay, so um, uh, one of the things that we like to do is drink. And uh, we make it a point to try to get together at least once or twice a week and just kind of break down what we're doing on the show, come up with ideas, gives us a good we, – we called it a green light. You know, we'd be able to get out of the house. In other words, did you get the green light from the wife? Is she good on you going out? Do you have anything going on? Because she knows what's going to happen. We're going right. to do drugs. We're going to drink a lot. Yeah. That's true. And, and, and Notebooks, anytime, pen, and you just write down any idea you've got, right. knowing that 98% of it the next day is yeah. just stupid. And, uh, and with Steve, you know, and, uh, you know, you, you, I'm the devil. As far as his wife is concerned. Um, Not so much anymore. She's gotten hip to the fact that perhaps we are simply too... It used to be... Because you know when you're first dating, you don't want people to know exactly the kind of scumbag you are. But inevitably, when I came home in bad shape or there's some explaining to do or there may be legal ramifications, inevitably, I had been out with Miles. And it's not that anything was Miles' fault, but I never said that it wasn't. Never right. said there was. So at some point, probably for about 12 years, mm-hmm. uh, and she would just say it absolutely, like, well, are you and the devil going out tonight? And she was speaking, of course, yeah. of Miles. And what would happen was, even if we were out with Ted or whatever, Ted maybe had some other plans or he was going to meet somebody or whatever if we go out early. He wasn't the devil. Uh, no, Ryan Castle, he, he hits this I don't this, know how he wasn't he the hits devil. He this wall, but... though, where he's like, I got to go, and Ryan's, Ryan's gone. You know, But typically, you know, with Ryan... When we when we're all together and all this stuff is going on as normal, well, Ryan gets off the air too, and then he typically, if he's not doing something with uh, 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 record labels, record or whatever. labels, or whatever, going to, because the band's in town and they're playing that night, so they're gonna, you know, they've already interviewed everybody during the day here at the radio station. They're gonna go out, so he'll start, you know, three or four o'clock because those guys eat a little bit early because you know basically they're gonna get hyped up and go do a show, or whatever. So he's already he's ahead of us. As and it's as, obvious, because he'll text us like, as soon as you get off the air, meet, meet me at Blake. Meet, meet us here. Yeah. All right, cool. We and get he, there, and it's like, exactly how much have you had to drink? And I ask this, because I'm sitting across from you, but every time you talk to me, you're looking completely over there. Right, yeah. So so we do have, but 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 strangely enough, for what Steve can go longer and later than I can, but we do do a pretty good job together of being able to drink a lot more than the average human being who could hang with someone else. So it does get to the point where, where someone should have gone home two hours ago, we're still fine. We're still drinking. Well, we're just going to deal with it tomorrow. I don't know that we're you know, fine. We're not fine, but, but we're, we we're, agree. We, we're okay. Deal with it in the morning, man. So we find this little uh, this little cool uh, bar that's kind of a not a secret bar, but a bar you wouldn't know about even as a general Seattleite in two thousand seven. You probably wouldn't know that it's there. No. We didn't know it was there, but we had a coworker at the time who introduced us to it. Yeah, uh, the the hotel downtown was the the old Red Lion. Uh, which is something else now with a much cooler name like Moth or something like I think, that. Is it Moth? Mo- something. It's, it's, it's basically, anyway, they took an old hotel. Motif. And they, yeah, they made it motif. a lot better. Yeah, Motif, Moth. Which is what a lot of uh, 
people wanted in the black community before we had dental work. So they had oh, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the greatest story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then we motif. Uh, I love motif. So, so we find this bar uh, in this in this hotel. The hotel has a bar downstairs. A very nice uh, bar, by the way. If you're ever on uh, Fifth and walking up. There is a. There used to be an old uh, red phone booth, like an old British style Ooh. phone booth, and used to be called the Elephant something. But that, that's a great bar now. The Castle and Elephant, or the Elephant and Castle. Either I don't way, remember the. Yeah, order. they have their own uh, tap beer. They're, they're actually a pretty good uh, place. But we're all. We're, but we're living downtown, and we're kind of looking for these places where we can find a new place to drink, and like anything else, whatever the scene is, you, you, whatever it is, you change the scenery, change the pace. Let's walk here. Let's go here. We know this place exists because we've been there before, and it's awesome. It's, there's this back deck, and at the time, it's elevated. You so can you you look out city. on the Puget Sound. It's out on the it's on the sixth floor, seventh floor of this building. So it is actually a hidden gem, and the it's only people great. who would really even know it is if you stayed in the hotel and went, "Oh, the pool and the gym is on the sixth floor." Like you'd never go there unless you saw a bar, restaurant on this right. floor, random floor, whatever. So we'd been there once before, twice before. Like, but it's a sunny day. It's Seattle. Things are broken, 65 degrees, 70 degrees. Let's go to this bar because we know we can we can sit outside. We'll do some work, blah, blah, blah. And we're pretty familiar with the bartenders, which, so, which came in very handy yeah. as far as this played out. So we walk up. We get off the elevator. We get in there, and uh, there's a sign that's uh, maybe there's, just, there's nobody inside. So we walk up to the bartender. He's like, "Yeah, they're having a private party, but he's like, I can't really serve you. But you know, it's it's on their tab. Like, just well, what we asked was this because he said, "Listen, guys, there's a convention in town, and it's a private party, so they've closed the bar and they're outside and they have uh, free beer and music. There's like a jazz band playing, whatever." So we said, "Okay," and he's like, "So sorry, but we weren't done." We said, "Well, listen, if it's a convention, you're, none of these people are going to know who the hell we are. Do you care if we just join them?" And he was like, "Look." You didn't hear it from me, but I saw nothing. So we're like, all right. Uh, there were the name tags, hello, right? And we wrote down whatever names. And keep in mind, because it's a convention, everyone there is introducing themselves sure. to each other. So all we did was ask them, what are they in town for? Because we can play this garbage, whatever it is. They're in town for a landscaping yes. type of convention. Perfect. Okay, so so for your home, for, for whatever. And so it's, it's, it's more individual business owners who are trying to expand their whether it is a, a, a stand-up lawnmower, whether it are tree trimmers, whether it's just a web application where people Stuff can Stuff you buy in spring from Home Depot yeah. and Lowe's, right? They're right. there. But again, Seeds. we knew that much. We knew that all of the alcohol was free mm-hmm. and that there's a band play. Yeah, correct. So we go out on the deck and we start getting hammered. We start talking to people. And uh, we're, we're, we're kind of in that feeling it out phase like, okay, well, how long is this convention going on? Obviously, we don't look like the regular people. Uh, here at all. I mean, not like that we were out of place, but you they know, were just more dressed if they were like there for, at a convention. Yeah, if they were there for two or three days, they've recognized that we're not people that they've seen before. But again, remember, they have free alcohol. Yeah. So we are, when we say we're drinking, like we are drinking. And, and I don't think amounts. that we realize how out of place we look sometimes because he's black and I'm white. So we go to Bartel the other day and a woman behind the counter is like, you guys are undercover. And I'm like, oh, you mean undercover agents? Because we work right beside the, the police station. Convenient, and uh, and I'm like, no, but that's not the first time we. Th- th- that's not the first time someone said. I don't know if you know this, Mike. Black and white people cannot be friends unless they no, work together yeah, exactly. as something, undercover something agents. Like, yeah, exactly. So we, we've already been flagged on that. But 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 either way, we start talking to people, having really good conversation actually, because there's no way we can just sit by ourselves. We have to be at a table, right? It's all social people. Seating. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not like and there's beer tubs and sunny day. It's wonderful. So 
we, we come up with this ploy that uh, basically that we uh, uh, work for a company. Camelon. That has come up with a strain of grass. Uh, and you can do it. By, by the way, you can do anything you want with plants. Uh, that's why broccoli exists. The banana exists. Like sure. you can modify things. You can have a, a purple flower. You, can, you, you name it. Rhododendrons, you can make them any color. You, you, you can come up with a strand in the seed that will do this. So we said our ploy was, the reason we were there was, was that we had come up with a strain of grass that would only grow an inch to an inch and a half high. That is the highest it would grow, and you would never need to cut your lawn. Sure, you were in the lawnmower business. We get it, man. We're not trying to put you right. out of business, but let's face it, this people's is inconvenient. Lawn. Most people, people don't want to cut their grass. by the way, like a zoysia, look, where you, you never have to really cut it because it's a ground growing. But uh, you grass. get questions. So one of the questions is, well, we can't explain how we did it because that stuff's proprietary. So until it's officially launched, we can't explain yeah, it. And people buy into that hook, and line, we genetically and modify our uh, formula on this because the original patent we had for this. The three major uh, uh, lawn mowing companies uh, they in, in the United destroyed. States, they, 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 in a group, bought out our patent. So they That would be Toro, Lawn Boy, and Honda. And by the way, people gave us a lot of sympathy for that. Okay. People were like, but, wow, but, but, man. But, but the problem was it wasn't registered our name. We didn't make the money. But now we know how to do this. And it's actually a better grass now, now that we've kind of refined our – no, I'm serious. It's better grass. People are it, eating this They might have bought out on that. But we have a different strain now. It's almost like saying, like, okay, well, I have the sativa that will kick your ass. And we say, okay, well, that's fine. You could own that. Now we have an indica. You might have bought mm. that out, but now we have a different strain of this, this, this product. So it's not the same stuff. And, and the idea was, was that we, we can were gonna, keep drinking as but, long as we have these but, dumbass but, conversations. But also, we can't talk a lot about this because if any of these companies catch wind of what we are doing, then once again, like, because, look, the lawn mowing business is a huge business. John Deere. Lawn boys existed for all this time, but do you really need to cut the grass? Is the question. We're Isn't saying there no. A way? No, you we're don't. saying people are tired yeah. of this, man. Right. That we're look, not here can, to you challenge can, you guys, but we're here doing what we do for the same industry. You so. can grow an oak tree. Do you realize that most bonsais are a uh, direct descendant of an oak tree? So this oak tree doesn't have to go 100 feet up. This oak tree can be five inches tall for his entire life. This is the same principle. So this works. Okay, so this actually, this this strategy, either through bullshit that they actually thought that we knew what we were doing, or no, from the No, because we talk for a living. So you understand, these people don't speak for a living. They do scientific smart stuff for a living. The fact that but, our thing is proprietary, they understand we cannot go on, but we can bullshit you for the rest like of the conversation. Or right. something like that. They're doing like weed eaters and selling other stuff. They don't care. Like, they're just, you know, we're just hanging out. They're just, just, they'll work for us in five years. These are all conversations that we're having in between the conversations we're having. You know what I mean? Right, right. Filler. Not like this, we're holding court. It's just if anyone asks, this is the angle. This is what we do. We've yes. already strategized. We know what we're doing. And keep so, in mind, we are getting so messed hammered. up. We are, because again, He's, this is an free, open bar. And the beer we is are everywhere. just getting, and not only that, but we're in the sun in Seattle for the first time in a while, so we're getting shit. Face. Right. Basically, there's a there's a beer tub girl flirting with her, mm. having a great time. Like this is great, 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 great. So in the midst of something, and I'm not sure what it was, just to give you an idea how crap works. But so we so we pulled this off, fantastically. The bartenders are laughing at us. They they yeah, know, he knew they, they know the jig. You know what I mean? Like they're not like sitting there going like, all right, well these guys they they know what we're doing. They don't care. It's paid for. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the hotel's and paid. they're being entertained because they know we're full of crap. So just to watch us work on magic and all these people with some bullshit about some grass that doesn't grow right. or whatever exactly. the hell it was. 
So, but now we're two and a half hours deep, three hours deep. And oh. then, and then we start just, and for whatever reason we started, I don't know how tongue twisters got brought up. But we started doing tongue twisters and they were really hard. And we thought, okay. Because we well, were really drunk. We were really drunk at this point in time. And so we were like, well, what if we challenged Ted to do tongue twisters on the air? And first, immediately, I'm like. But it has to be a dirty word. There's no f***ing way. And, and the reason is, is because uh, it's just too dangerous to do on the radio. because no, you this don't is lo- not true. That night, we thought that this is a home run. This is the funniest thing I've heard. You called me the next morning. And we are feeling like death. So even when I pick up the phone, I just hear Miles, and he's like, hey, man, remember that idea we had last night? I'm like, yeah, 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 the tongue twister. Just said that. And by the way, that's why we go out, to come up with these ideas. Yeah. Every once in a while, lightning strikes. Sometimes it does. But he but. said, there, there's no way we can do it. And I'm like, man, maybe not. But I love the idea so much. Why don't we just ask the boss, right? We'll go in. He'll probably shoot it down. But let's run it by him. So we walk yeah. in, and we see the boss. And we explain to him. How we came up with, mm-hmm. and he's just shaking our head like, "Man, we just got messed up." Mm-hmm. Pretended we were for Kimlon. He's like, "You did what?" Said, "Don't worry about it, man. Just it's fine. Probably no lawsuit. Who the hell knows?" But the idea is a tongue twister, and obviously, if you screw up, it'd be a terrible word. So he looks at us right. for a second, and he goes, "Well, would you just dump it if he says the bad word?" We said, "Well, yeah, of course." No, yeah. go ahead. What do you so so? Ted versus the FCC was born. That's it. Ted versus the FCC. Because we was got hammered. So okay, so we've been doing this now for at least ten years. Okay, what would you guess, Mike, is the only word in the English language? Just so you know, because we, we honest to God, we, we make fun of the fact that we we're up all night doing trucker speed and all this crap, you know. But we we're not. <laughs> uh, you submit Ted versus the FCC. So just so you know, in case you do, all right. The only word, the only you could you can you could be a runt, mm-hmm. uh, you could be a trucker, you could be a lot of things. You could be a mother trucker. You could be a mother trucker. You can mm-hmm. suck a dock. You yeah. You can suck yeah, on cork. Yeah, your runt can uh, do all kinds of things. What is the only slip that we're not allowed to use? Oh, uh, digger Nick. Digger Nick. Mm-hmm. Digger. So the only thing. Keep in mind, though, for the first nine and a half years of this ten-year run, Digger Nick made many appearances. Right. Was, so now we're facing the fact, like, so like, even though there's the seven words that you can't say, and obviously that's not, but the worst offender, like we could say, cluck, chuck, rock, truck, bock, lock, right, crock, suck the cork, suck a cork, he's a cork soaker. The only word that we can't rhyme now is anything that rhymes with trigger. So this is how far we've come. But this is what makes me laugh. I'm the only black dude here. Right. And I'm like, yeah. why not? And Yeah, exactly. I'm like, if like, I'm not the authority yeah. on that, and it's always a weird thing when you sit there and you have other people like speaking on your behalf. I'm like, yeah, but boss, it doesn't bug me yeah. because we understand what it is. He said, man, and he made sense. He goes, it's not you. He said, but here's the problem. Right now, yeah. in this particular world, he's like, People, they but, don't but care about nobody, any other thing yeah, you but, say. But, if it's dig or neck, this is a problem. We never had a, a complaint about, like, you know, blunt runts mm. from a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's ever said, like, oh, don't do that. We've never had a problem with dig or neck from a black person. No. I mean, think about that. <laughs> right. Think about how the way the world works. So here we are. Uh, but that's how Ted versus the FCC came about. Honestly, that's God, how was, most of the It was stuff a night where, where, and trust me, we're, we we don't try to scam bartenders. We don't try to scam restaurants. If anything, we try to tip overly. And, 
and, and give back because oh, you know what? That's, that's, our our convention. Fo- that's our favorite social environment to be in. But as soon as you see this opportunity, you're like, oh man, it's free. Game booze. on. It was free. Bo- and look, Game on. Here's the thing about it. And this is not about people in their industry in particular. It's probably most people on earth. For the amount of booze that they make available, these things, and I understand it. It's part of its show, right? So you got all the bottles around, all the beer. They don't drink like we do. I mean, it's, I don't know. It would be like going to a Brazilian steak restaurant for vegetarians. Like, for example. They're not going example, to eat this. You're you're in a convention, okay? And you go up to that little tiki bar they have there where there's one person serving drinks for everyone. There's a little bit of a line and whatever, right? Pro tip, when you go up, convention people are there and they're on the company dime. So all of this stuff is paid for. The last thing they do well is tip. Mm-hmm. So when you walk up to these people, if they're if, if whoever's working, if it's a tub, eventually if we get there, just give them twenty dollars. If you get a three dollar Miller High Life or a, a Miller Light, give them twenty dollars. Nothing will ever be asked of you ever again. No. You'll go to the front of the line. They'll have the beer ready for you, and you're fine. You have, by the way, you're not spending a dime. Yeah, that's it. Just drop your 20. And after that, the rest of the night is taken care of. In fact, you're the person that they defend from the bouncer if things get crazy. They go, no, 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 he's okay. It must have been the other person. You go, yeah, damn right it was. Yeah. And we walked out of there, and we went back after that, never heard a word about it. No one complained. No one said, like, maybe somewhere out there, there's someone thinking to themselves, well, I guess I never developed it. Somebody must have bought them out on that grass <laughs> train. <laughs> because, yeah, we I mean, but don't think that that, don't think that that, that isn't feasible. I'm sure. Don't think that for one minute that somebody out there can't genetically produce a grass that's an inch and a half tall. So it's like it's like in a weird way, it's like, well, do that then. That's why it seemed feasible. Exactly. All right. There's your greatest story never told. We uh, laboring that grass. Grass it is. Grass. You've been listening to the greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill on Radio.com. Oh man. A double flush production.